everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strather. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. Come on. Alright, alright, alright. I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football. I shall proceed and continue to take command. I shall proceed and continue to take command. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Sean Spencer. One half of that dynamic duo that's Let's Talk Football. And I'm here today on this Wednesday, Washington Football Weekly, baby. Let's get it. You know who I'm with. You see this guy right here. My guy, Mr. Dub K in South Carolina. What up, Will? Hey, man, how you doing? Another great Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You already know, man. You already know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all right up here. Oh, I like, hey, oh, guess what? Guess like what? That. Another eBay special that came in. There we go. In 2022. Oh, I like it. I like it, man. I, I like how you're getting them under the radar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're I smoking a little bit. <laughs> That's why we know she doesn't listen to this, man. Because if she listens, right? you know all the right? secrets. <laughs> she pays no attention. <laughs> Let's go, right? Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. And we are here. We are the commanders. We are Washington football weekly and we're just a news notes inside and out bring in guests and ladies and gentlemen stay tuned we have a guest man this guy is taking over late night all right any y'all that stay up late or maybe get up a little early like 12 one o'clock my man is on there doing it up talking sports he hits everything nfl um nba major league baseball WNBA, college, pros, everything. Big Nate Snell, host of the Big Nathan Sports Talk Podcast. My dude is doing big things, man. Yo, he's going to tune in. He's going to talk to us a little bit about what his thoughts are uh, about Washington. And, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm eager to see what he has to say, Will. You know, he's always in the comments. You know, I can't wait. I love that. I love that. I know uh, when we started off. You know, Nate seemed like just a, a the Ravens fan that was trying to heckle us. But then you started yeah. to learn, actually, no, he pays more attention to Washington than I realized. Oh, you yeah. know, so oh, sometimes yeah. he's got some some good ideas. So, yeah, I'm curious to hear what he thinks we should be doing as somebody not not in the bubble, not not yeah. biased. You know, he can see the forest through the trees and kind of let us know what he thinks um, up the, you know, up the road, up 95. Oh, yeah. I'm eager. I- Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely eager to see what uh, 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 our partner from up, uh, up 95 is uh, doing and and how they feel about us. Because I, I think that's a good thing. I do want to say you will have to uh, be held accountable for those uh, Jeff George being a good Washington quarterback comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You most certainly will have to be held accountable. Uh, I, I need to hear that. Uh, I need to talk to you about that, but we're glad that we can bring you on the show, man. And I, I can't wait to interview and talk to him. And then uh, he's got his show later on tonight. So yeah, that's what's up. I, I enjoy that. I always love seeing 
other young brothers doing what we're doing, moving in good directions. So let's get it. Let's get it. While we are here, we do want to say happy. It is March 3rd, 2nd, March 2nd, Wednesday, March 2nd. Oh, I'm already moving past to tomorrow, man. I'm already moving on to tomorrow. You know, we have to send some happy birthdays out. And I want to send a happy birthday to one of my coworkers. It's his daughter's birthday. And I got to tell you, man, Princess Agairi. My coworker is, is is big, really, really big, probably about six foot two, six foot three, big African guy. All right. Talking, you know, he can talk a lot of English, actually very intelligent, but dumbs it down because people think that he's not. So he just kind of plays it. He's like one of those wise old guys, right? Okay. His children, all three of them have gone to major schools on on scholarships. One went for had the first one had an academic and an athletic scholarship and chose the academic and then went to uh, and got a full ride um, master's at Duke after. So he got his degree at I can't remember the first one was then went to Duke after got his master's got all that stuff. The second one went overseas and played basketball like overseas doing it. Uh, Princess. She played for Penn and went overseas to kind of play professionally out there. The third one's doing as Shepard, <laughs> doing playing ball and doing yeah, doing his thing. I, I can't every time I see him, I'm like, yo, my boy with the Shepherd, man. He with the <laughs> so he's playing ball, doing it. All of his kids are doing amazing. But happy birthday, Princess Man! Yo, <laughs> that family is legit. For real. Yeah, those those are some successful kids, man. That's awesome. Happy birthday to Princess. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Definitely got support local teams. I I was I, every time I talk to him. I, every time I talk to the youngest one, his name Emmanuel, and I'm like, you go to Shepherd, man. I was like, I had some days, man. There were some times <laughs> with Will and Jack, man. You know, <laughs> some memories yeah. locked up in the vault. <laughs> yeah, don't share those. Nope, locking those up. <laughs> Yo, so we do have to keep uh, keep it moving, but hey. On in the same uh, same energy, same spirit of uh, shouting people out, something else went down, Will, and I'm excited about it, man. There's a bachelor party going on tonight. There is, there is, yeah. So I was talking with um, with Jack Niedermeyer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know him, and and he said, Will, I'm on my way to Asheville, North Carolina, um, because Ryan Johnston. I'm sure we, we remember him from Harden High School. I actually oh, knew yeah. him. I, I purchased Drainsville Dragon. We used Ooh, to catch the middle go. school bus and the high school bus to uh, to, to we we all meet up at Masonville Court um, to catch the bus and then chat every morning. But he is um, in in Asheville having a real weekend, um, having his bachelor party. I, I what Jack told me he was a name for the past. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard that name in forever. He was going to ride down with Steve Cruz. Wow! Yeah, you remember that name? I can't. I can only imagine that Tommy's probably there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think Easton might have moved. He's in England, but maybe he moved back. You got to think he's coming. So, so uh, you know, congrats to Ryan. Um, congrats to you know to Catherine as well. Have an yeah. awesome weekend in Nashville. It's a lovely place to visit. I'm sure they're gonna have an awesome time. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. All right, man, Ryan. Hey. You already know, man. Congratulations. You and I go way back as well. Freshman year at lunchtime, we there was a couple of the seniors used to play like tackle football 
on that yard right out there in uh, front of the right across the street from the uh, cafeteria. And some of the freshmen used to go out there. And Ryan was a baller. Ryan was dominating them. So I started going out there and just, you know, trying to do what I did. I'd always come into the last period, like, with my jeans all stained up. And one of these girls was like, man, why are you always getting dirty, man? And I was like, I'm balling, nigga. That's good. Yo, but me and him have always been cool back when. We always, you know, I hung out with the Tommy and the Eastern crowd and all them, Jack and all those guys. DJ Lemon Lime, man. That was my guy. So, hey, shout out to you. Ryan, I, I'm so, so happy for you, man. Catherine, you're getting a great guy. Uh, I wish you guys nothing but the best. And, uh, hey, best wishes. Enjoy your enjoy your marriage. Yeah, heck yeah. You know, you talk about Shepard. I totally forgot. He transferred to Shepard, and he finished um, up there. And so we played intramural sports, and we would always assemble teams. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, we had dominant teams. Our softball team. Like there was no chance. You had no chance getting passes. Flag football. We had some good, good teams, good squad. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I'm with you, man. Awesome to them. Awesome. I can dig it. I can dig it. Let's go. Yeah. So shout out to them. But yo, we know why you are here. This is Washington Football Weekly with myself and my guy, Mr. Will Kramer, Dub K in the building. Hey, the off season's here. Will the off season is in full swing, but it's been kind of quiet. It's been quite quiet. I mean, compared to last year, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The league-wide, I mean, Matt's Matthew Stafford has been traded by now. I'm yeah. pretty sure he got traded, maybe I like the weekend of the conference championship or in between. Yeah, it was the Super Bowl. Like, so, so I think it was January. We had you know a major major quarterback trade, and it has been quiet, and, and it's been quiet on the Washington side, and that's that's you know it's a little bit unusual, although it is a little bit the course for this Ron Rivera scheme or, or you know, organization. Um, but it's also, you know, I know we, we want stuff. There's a lot of hype, I could say that. You know, it's a lot yeah. of, oh, is this quarterback going to come to Washington? Oh, Vegas, right. is this quarterback with the odds? But there, <laughs> there's a lot of smoke, but there's no fire right now. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and speaking of quarterbacks, you know, you always heard – Russell Wilson, is he going to come over here? Aaron Rodgers, this guy. And, you know, obviously in their house, their camps are saying, you know, we got this, we're dealing with this, at least Russell Wilson's camp. They're saying, you know, we got no intention of letting him go. And then you're like, all right, well, let's move on. I've heard Mitchell Trubisky named uh, in a lot of circles as, you know, he might be somebody that we'd go after. Uh, eh. Hey, this is what offseason is about, but I, I am glad that we're kind of let's take our time and see what happens. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes to obviously, yeah, the quarterback's gonna be such a huge decision. I think I heard today they've they've spoken to like 40 different players or about 40 different players that they're whittling down to, you know, and they've almost like called all 32 or to be 31 other teams. Um, just to see, okay, who, what are you thinking? You know, who are, is there, is there room to talk here? So yeah. they're doing their due diligence. Like you said, we may not be able to get the Russell Wilson, like we all were hoping a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we may be looking at a Mitchell Trubisky and, you know, and stuff <laughs> like that, which part of me is kind of like, wait a minute, we could have got this guy last year. And we didn't. Right? So why are we, why is everyone putting him on our team this year? Right, like, right. What's going on? <laughs> But that, that might be what, what we're at. But, you know, by the time we get to next week's show, who knows what rumors are going to be out there. And we exactly. may know a little bit more. And that would be fun to kind of say, you know, okay, okay, this is what we think is going to happen. 
Oh, I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait for that because that's when it's going to, you start getting all the speculation and who's saying what. And then, oh, I can't wait. Let's go. <laughs> Get closer and closer. Yo, shout out my guy. What's up, Anthony saying? What's good? What's going on, fella? Thank you for watching. Yeah, buddy. But look, this week, last week we focused on the offense. We talked about the quarterback for a while. We talked about the running back, wide receiver, tight end, and offensive line. This week, we're going to focus on the defense and the, the, the position that coming into the season, we all said was our strength of the team. This was going to be the thing that was going to hold us down. We did not have to worry about it. Well, that became one of the holes. on the t- <laughs> uh, So uh, let's just break this thing down and start right here. D line, yeah, you know, man. But what would what, they say? Uh, the, the breaking the uh, tag team sack record was at forty-eight sacks. They got close. Yeah, they got close. Yeah. You know, just just a shade about 40, 40 on you know to go, and then they would have gotten there. Yeah, they could have done it. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Well, but right before we get into the D line, I got to do this because ever since oh, yeah. I put my notes together on Sunday, this has been going through my head the entire time, man. This is me walking around the world in my yeah. head's going. Defense. Defense. Because <laughs> I've been hyped to talk Let's about go. this. <laughs> this is why we call this football therapy. Exactly. Exactly, man. This is the connection we have, especially in this time when you just keep flicking through channels. Right. Like, come on. Come right. on. Come on. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, hey, I mean, look, this was our strength. This was supposed to be our strength. We already have Montez Sweat, and and I mean I want to get into that, but just naming the, you know we have the Montez Sweat Chase Young. We want to make sure he gets healthy, gets back on the field. Really looking for a dominant comeback year, maybe even hints at comeback player of the year because I you know his energy and you know just his his whole mindset. He's going to be ready to go. Um, we got Ioannidis in there. We got Jonathan Allen in there. Deron Payne is somebody that everybody's been talking about. We need to re, you know, re-sign him. You know what direction? And a lot of people, but also talking when we were talking about the um, Russell Wilson trade, he was one of those expendable pieces where we could have been like, "This is hey, this is the piece to go." So, um, seeing the uh, additions and the the kind of help and back and forth in and out of uh, the Shaka Tonys, um, the uh, what Bradley Williams, um, these guys have been you know doing enough. We've got a uh, settle still in there it's time to make some decisions. You know, Uh, there's some guys coming up from the draft that maybe we could take a look at, maybe not here as much as in some of the other uh, positions on defense, but uh, this is somewhere where I felt confident a year ago and now I don't feel as confident. Where do we go from here, Will? Dude, you said it perfect right there. We felt so confident going into the season and on paper, young sweat on the outside, Payne, Allen, Ioannidis on the inside, like put him up against anybody. Yeah. And something went wrong last season. And like you said, I'm worried. I'm worried from a coaching standpoint, from a scheme standpoint, and I'm I'm one worried from a cohesion standpoint. Yes. Um, because there's something on the same page. You know, there was from a from a coaching standpoint, there was a lot of let me just do four man ruts, rushes 
my four guys can beat yours and 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 we'll be fine and they did not get there that did yeah. not work and i don't think we did enough um changing up of the scheme until our two dns went out injured and he had to get creative and we can do a lot more blitzing and bring in linebackers and stuff and the defensive line the whole defense in, in itself played better but why did it take guys getting hurt to change your yeah. philosophy jack del right. rio like right you know where was this where were these adjustments you know during the you know the first four games the first six games you know and then and then chase got hurt um i think on week like eight nine ten something like that there's i'm a little bit concerned about two things i'm really wondering with our defensive ends young and sweat mm. whether they are meshing with ron and jack del rio because two things happen. The first one is Montez Sweat. All season long, we kept hearing Ron talk about um, discipline. And he's like, you know, we got to be playing di- discipline. We got to play with maturity out there. We got to. And, and, and everyone thought it was Chase Young. Well, when Montez Sweat got hurt and we had uh, Casey Tuhill and James Smith Williams starting for us, all that talk about discipline went away. Montez Sweat came back in the Eagles game. He made an impact. He had a sack mm-hmm. strip that we yep. returned, you know. But after that game, Ron talked about discipline. And once again, it's like, I'm wondering if Montez Sweat's not playing within their scheme. All right. Mm. Now you move on to, to Chase Young. And at the at the end of the, this offseason here, just recently, Ron made some comments saying that. Like, he wants Chase Young to play more physical. That last year he felt he tried to go a little bit too finesse. Yeah. And he's like, he's big, he's strong, he's fast. He needs to be more physical with, with, with his moves. Well, Chase Young came out and said, well, there's a time to be physical and a time for finesse. I'm going to mesh them both. And, like, that's now twice, mm. two times mm. where it's like, I'm, I'm a little concerned that we have these, you know, elite talent, but it's not meshing with what the coaches want. And what do we no. do? How, you know, because there was a difference in how they played when Young and Sweat were gone. Yeah. You know, tell me why Casey Tuhill is out there making plays and reading the defense and backing up into play and putting his arm out so the quarterback throws wide and, and um, we, it was against the Raiders. He had a key play that Cam Curl came up and made the stop, and it's all because the quarterback had to throw outside. The receiver right. lost his momentum. Cam Curl made the tackle. We beat the Raiders. That's Casey Tuhill playing within like what Ron and Jack Del Rio want. But I don't want Casey Tuhill out there every single no, snap. No. You know? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so so scheme-wise, I, I think from you know a player standpoint, we gotta look at this, but Ron and Jack need to be figuring something out within like how are you gonna use some of this talent on that we see on paper to yeah. to do better in, in 2022. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And 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 then that's the thing. Uh, honestly, with, with Chase Young and all that, you know. It's time. It's time to pay the piper. Like right now is the time. You get healthy. Get everything back on. If you think your way works, then let show us. Show and prove. You know because what we saw this past year was not it. And and yeah, I mean I'm talking before the injury. And as far as Montez Sweat and, and having him back, I'm glad to have him back. But I think it is there is a disconnect. There is something that's off between them and the coaches where it's almost like a situation where it's there on the island and we can do it ourselves. And it's like, we don't need that. 
You know what I mean? And you talked about when Casey Tuhill came in. When those guys came in, it's kind of like do your job. You know what I mean? And, and we have two LTs on the side. Like I'm just gonna rush. I'm just gonna rush at all costs. You know what I mean? That's you know that's the type of stuff. But look, even with all of that and those two guys, the one thing that we can never ever ever have to worry about, Jonathan Allen. He's the rock. He's the spokesperson for the team. We see that. He's balling out inside. I don't know if I can say the same for Deron Payne. We've talked about that. You know what I mean? He, in a lot of those mock trades, he was one of the expendable pieces, like I like I alluded to earlier. Should we try to make a move to keep him? I don't necessarily think so. Yeah. But it kind of sounds like we are. I'm with you where, like, Allen shows up. Now, he shows up a little more in the stats, okay? Yeah. You know, and so that's easy to kind of see making plays. But I think he also shows up at just how many how many times is he in the quarterback space, whether right. he's whether he's getting the sack or not, just kind of make it disrupting the play. You know, and and Allen had a huge year. Uh, he's totally worth the seventy million dollar contract that he got. Oh, yeah. Do would do you really give that same thing to to, to Deron Payne? Um, mm-hmm. And yet, surprisingly, people say Payne still is the more talented player um, up there, but. I, I would have said no. I would say you kind of let him walk and you move on and, and you kind of start to replace him this year and whatnot. But it almost sounds like that there, there, there's a good chance that we're going to dish out another $75 million for another D tackle. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Well, then now what do you do about your two ends when you get there? And now right. I mean, that's good. It already was like a, a, a very talented, you know, first round pick. A lot of, a lot of stock was put into that, for that, that defensive line. Now yeah. it looks like they're starting to put a lot of money into it, and that that only amps up the pressure, pressure you know, even more. So I'm surprised by it because I don't think that's the route I would go. Yeah, yeah. Now I think the, the yeah, meaning I I wouldn't be putting all that money in, especially because you know you know you have Ionitis on a, a team friendly contract. You know what I mean? You have set settle has one more year left, right? He's a free agent now. Oh, he's a free agent now. He is. Ooh. So that's mm-hmm. so. If you have one of the one of the two, obviously you might go to Ron Payne. But for a friendlier contract, you might Tim Settle would be the option, and he plays quite well. Tim Settle's going to get paid this year, and someone's yeah. going to get a good player. Yeah, I mean it's like if uh, we talk about all of the different trade rumors, um, and it's, it is kind of hard to it's kind of hard to trade someone who has an expiring contract. You mm. know, uh, you know that the way you know Deron Payne you know would be. Because, you know, after this year, he can walk. So it's kind of hard to to just say, like, hey, anybody want this guy? Who wants it? Give us a second-round pick, you know, because they're like, right, right. we're going to get him for a season. He might walk. I don't know if I'm going to give you that. But if he was put in with a trade for a quarterback as one of, like, the players, you know, an idea could be you throw some money at Settle hmm. and let Settle come back and know, hey, man, right. you're going you're gonna to start or rotate with with um, Ioannidis, who I think Matt Ioannidis is in, is in his last year of his contract, too. Right. Um, and he didn't come back as good last year as what we saw. Yeah. Maybe that knee needed another year, you know, because he was not not the impact player that he mm-hmm. used to be. Matt mm-hmm. Ioannidis was our best pass rushing interior lineman, and that was not the case last year. No, yeah, no, that was that, yeah, and and that was that was definitely one of the things that that disappointed me coming in because that was one of the people that I touted earlier. 
Um, I would doubt it. You know, his contract is great. He's a great uh, install right there. He's perfect for that. And, you know, now if Payne and, and Jonathan Allen need a breather, he could come in and do that. But you're absolutely right. He didn't do it. He didn't He didn't show up last year. So he's going he's gonna to prove it. He's going to prove a year this year. You know, we'll see what he's got. Um, and he's got to definitely stay healthy. Um, coming up to free agency and the draft in the near future, there are a couple – players in the draft that we can look into um is there any direction maybe you'd want to go for cheap at d defensive uh end or tackle on d line you said the word cheap cheap right <laughs> yeah cheap so i've looked at a couple ends and d tackles and i mean i'm talking about like the what's it aarp of of the nfl right now here oh, i'm yeah. looking at guys that are that are like we're pushing 40 we're, we're right. definitely in, in 35 right here. Um, we're, we're pushing 40 on some of them. Basically, I'm looking at guys that are willing to come in here for one year. Yeah. They, they're they a veteran. They can still make an impact, but they don't need to play every single down. They don't want to play every single down. But if someone goes down, they can start for a game or two. With Chase and if Montez is still here, um, then we've got um, – you know, they can mentor him a little bit. So mm -hmm. at defensive end, the old guys I'm looking at, and we actually named him this guy last year, and he had a good year with Minnesota, Everson Griffin. Yep, yep. Okay. I saw Tampa can't keep everybody, so so bring me Mr. Uh, JPP and, and, and okay. as many fingers and digits as he has. You know, oh, yeah. As, right. as someone who's <laughs> coming, it's like, hey, man, you just want to, you know, uh, blitz? Okay, come on in. That's and, all you need and, to do. Right. Now, I got another one at defensive end, and man, it's too bad Ab's not here. I would talk to the uh, the the all time leader in Washington history. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Bring him back. Bring Name him back. Him, baby. You know where I'm going with this. You say it. Again, baby. Bring him back. We can get him for super cheap, and I know he'll ball out for us, man. Bring him back, man. I'm telling you. I'm not saying that he's the difference, but Chase and Montez had a great 2020. Yep. They had a yep. bad 2021. Those are the facts. Yep. There it and is. Ryan Kerrigan was here in 2020. Ryan Kerrigan was not here in 2021. Connect Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Look, I, look. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I love those. I love those picks. Um, Everson Griffin, you talked about. We, we looked at him last year. I mean, if we could get a JPP, maybe a Justin Houston. You know, at 33, a little older. You know, um, uh, and then you all. I mean, you always got to think if the Bears are, are stupid enough to kind of not pay Akeem Hicks. I mean, somebody like that to ball out and be good addition to this defense. So, you know, a, a little on the older side, but we're talking to, hey, let's pay you right now. Let's get a hey, get one year in. Let's see where we can go from there. Um, but I, I like that. Any, any Anybody in the draft? Well, I got a couple free agents. Sorry, I, uh, I got oh, a few. Oh, more. yeah. Um, in the unlikely situation that Deron Payne gets traded, and Tim Settle signs elsewhere. I got some old dudes that I would say, like, hey, man, we need some rotational pieces. You want to play a little bit? Like, 
I look at again, Tampa Bay can't can't keep everyone. And Dominican Zoo, do you yeah. want to play for a little bit? Oh yeah. Gerald McCoy. Oh, yeah. uh, I think he's maybe in, in Vegas this year. You know, McCoy started to make that, you know, the final years of your career, you kind of bounce from team to team on one year deals. Um, Corey Peters and Lindell oh, yeah. Joseph are two other names that I've seen that like, you know, come in and, and again, you're you're older, so we're not gonna let you, you know, you're only gonna get 25, 30 snaps a, a game, but you'll get a chance to be a rotational piece. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Uh, I got uh, Sheldon Richardson and Linbell Joseph. Yep. Now, and, yeah. So both yep. of those, and, and now Lin, Linbell's is a little bit, a little higher on the contract than Sheldon. Sheldon's only, you know, you know, three six. But I, I honestly think some of those guys were cheaper. They're maybe older. They've played on the team. And they can do like they're veterans. They know what is expected from them. Come right in, you know, just help on that defense. I think what we need, we've talked about for a while that we're very young. We're very young, and especially on D line and defense, we need to bring in some, I think, age, you know, some senior maturity to kind of say, hey, all right, let's go. This is the way we're doing it. You know what I mean? How do I talk to the press? How do I, you know, prepare? How do I take care of my body? And you know, something to move us on because that this is a key part of our team. That D line, that, that is supposed to be like the rock of our team with our studs, with Chase, you know, Chase and and uh, uh, Montez Sweat. So and D and Payne and Jonathan Allen. So that they, they need to step up, in my opinion. I'm with you. They, all of those guys could use someone who's been there, done it for a while. You know, and 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 comes from another organization too, like. I bring back um, Ryan Kerrigan, but all he knows is Washington in a year in Philly. Bring someone who's been around other places, maybe who's won other places and can talk about, right. hey, you want to have a successful defensive line? You want to have a successful D team? This is what we got to do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, again, like I was saying, uh, in the draft, anybody? I do. I do. At? So I've got a, a defensive tackle. I think we got to go the same route that we did. When, prior to getting Allen and Payne, but to some of these like you know core depth guys, rotational pieces, um, when we picked up Matt Ionis in the fifth round and Tim Settle in the fifth round, and I have us going after Jordan Williams of Virginia Tech. Um, heard some some really strong things about him. Let's kind of talk about how he's going to be a later in the draft, but he's he's going to be a good player. So it kind of be basically replacing Settle for another Hokie um, there along the interior. Some outside guys i've got i've got mr from mr gamecock kingsley enigbare oh yeah i've heard that he could be around <laughs> second or third round um he actually impressed me way more at south carolina than i ever thought that he really kind of turned into something more uh there's two guys like yeah. jermaine johnson played at florida state um i think he transferred from oh, yeah. Um, yeah. georgia tech or wake he transferred from the aces to, to florida state and played well this year and then, I mean, there's a dude from Georgia named uh, Trayvon Walker. And, I mean, if you can go after anyone from Georgia's defense, uh, I'll, I'll take a look at him because you're kind of adding you, You're in a good there. spot. Right, right. And then there's only, oh, yeah. one, there's one other name that, he again, could be further down in the draft to go for. So I'm not necessarily looking to use high draft capital. He's from San Diego State named Cameron Thomas. And I just feel when, whenever, anytime these, these draft guys throw these, like, players up from schools that aren't powerhouses 
usually it's because like they're showing something. You know, it, you always see a player from Michigan, from Alabama, from you know, you know, from Florida State. They're always up there as, as like a draft prospect. But when someone from San Diego State gets put up there high, I'm kind of like, okay, this guy oh, yeah. must be able to play. So <laughs> I don't know a lot about them, you know, right. Like, I don't know tons about these guys yet. You know, it's kind of still early, but, but those are kind of some names. It's like, all right, second, third, fourth round. Could they be there? We can add some, add some depth to develop. Yeah. Okay. I could dig that. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, Jermaine Johnson, that's somebody I definitely um, have had uh, eyes on being in the ACC. Um, Honestly, I gotta, you know, I, I don't know. We would have to probably do it pretty early, but David David Ajabo, uh, the other guy of, of the tandem at Michigan oh, with yeah. uh, Aiden Hutchinson. I like his speed. I like his just hunger. He's new and he's fresh to the game. Um, I, I mean, that would be a good help on the outside. Um, also, I got uh, I got to show love. I got to show love to my, uh, uh, my Tar Heels. Where is it? Mr. Tomon Fox, baby. Hey, 6'3", 260, maybe we can move him inside. Maybe he could be a hybrid guy, maybe a little biased. Maybe this is the year of the North Carolina. Let's, uh, let's get it on with that. Did he play on the team that that uh, gave up like 40 points to South Carolina in the bowl game? Is he on that okay. defense? All right, all right, all right. Okay, all right. I think he opted out of that game, all right? I think he opted out. That's probably why. He opted yeah. out. <laughs> Yo, we need to move on, all right? <laughs> I got I, I got one other idea when it comes to the yeah. draft, okay? Yeah. And and Ab, if you're listening um, to the podcast, this is for you, and this could work with the draft. So we talked about is Montez Sweat fitting in with the team, and just yeah. today they announced that they're gonna um, extend him. They're gonna give him the fifth year right. option for first round picks. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but it would not surprise me. I would not be shocked. If Montez Sweat is traded, Ooh. and it you would have a be, theory, I said, I've got a theory, <laughs> and it would provide a huge hole for us. And I'm not trying to go from Montez Sweat to James Smith Williams playing, you know, uh, sixty snaps. Yeah, but I think if and and I don't think we would get a first round pick. I, you know, we're not going to replace what we got for him. Um, but if you were to get a second and a fifth, I would look to get his replacement. Here in like the second round, someone who's going to be a starter, like you know, it, it, you know, your guy from Michigan may be gone by then, but maybe at that point we need it. We need to be looking at our first round pick as a, another defensive, you know, end, or right. we use our second round pick to replace Sweat. So I just, I'm just kind of curious to see, you know, what what happens out there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm eager to see. It's going to be interesting. It's gonna be interesting, but yeah. So we we do have to move on. That that is our strength, and that is something that we definitely want to focus our attention on that D line. Um, uh, but the one uh, glaring hole that we tried to address a year ago at this time, and we are still addressing it: linebackers. Come on, man. Middle linebacker in particular, we've had an issue. Look, and and, and first and foremost, let's. Let's throw it out there. I'm not just doing this because he's my guy from North Carolina, uh, but Mr. Cole Holcomb, year in and year out, even if he's the only one, is getting it done. Constantly leads the team in tackles. Man, this guy is is a monster on the field. I I, I feel so confident with him. The pro- problem is, what else do you have? Bostic, 
proved he had issues. Our, our uh, J- Jamin Davis wasn't able to get it. You, you know, injuries, COVID. Will, what, it frustrates me. We, we were talking about this last year, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a major hole for us this year. This is a – we thought we were going to address it, and, and we tried to address it, and it did not work. Um, and they got to do something this year to uh, because if you remember in that Dallas game in Dallas where we started some dude who like didn't even have his picture up or didn't even right. have that like profile on right. Sunday Night Football like Dallas little literally would just be like okay where's that number forty six here he is all right <laughs> running back tight end right to him go run to him go and do an out yeah. okay there right. he is. and they I mean they just exploited him you know. And, and by the time we got to our, our NFC East, you know, gauntlet of a schedule, our linebackers were decimated. They were done. And we weren't able, you know, and, and, and we, were, we were hopeless. Um, so, yeah, so you talk about Cole Holcomb, and they're going to move Jamin Davis outside. They tried to make him inside. It just didn't work out. So we got our two outside linebackers for next year. Um, they've signed David Mayo to come in and play okay. special teams, but they talk all about how much they liked when he came in for the, like the last game or two of the season. They said how much Cole Holcomb played better and how much the defense played better because they had that quarterback on the field putting everyone into place. Um, you know, so he's there not to get playing time, but but most special teams, but it shows how important this position is to us. Um, and then we also have uh, Buffalo Nickel. Landon Collins still on the team too. Yeah. Yes, and we do. He plays yes, we do. linebacker. He may not yep. know that he plays linebacker. Right. <laughs> but he does. Yeah. Oh, he um, definitely does. So you gotta kinda have to factor, you know, where does he play into this? Um and, and don't forget we got John Bostick, who is on an expiring contract, but he was cheap before. Maybe you can bring him back to not play starter, but be a backup and, and yeah. stick around. But this has to be a position that we target, whether we pay money in free agency, whether we put high draft capital in it, maybe we do a combination of the two. Yeah. We have to do something. The only thing that kind of gets me, you know, I don't like today, I don't know, is you can really only have one middle linebacker. You know, mm. it's not like you can sign a wide receiver and draft a wide receiver. They can both play at the same time, you know? There's really only spot there, you know, one spot there to play. And yeah. the way the NFL is shifting with all of their, um, you know, with all the wide receivers and, and the, the packages, you know, your three tight ends are kind of more of a base package, mm-hmm. you know, or a three linebackers, excuse me. And so it's, I'm really curious when we get to free agency, what route are we going? Are we going towards a big money, you know, veteran upgrade, or are we going towards a high, um, you know, draft pick. And, and I've got some names, but that's just kind of like what I'm kind of, I'm, I'm really curious to see what direction we go here because like you said we have to upgrade that. Yeah. Oh, oh, 100%. 100%. And that, I mean, again, we said this, I know it's, it sounds like a broken record, but we said this a year ago on this show at this time. We said this. We needed to address that hole at linebacker. We have still yet to do that. And hey, I, like you, am still sitting here waiting Hey, maybe this year at free agency, we're going to do this. I honestly think second to quarterback, this is our biggest hole. You know what I mean? We need to fix this issue because we are giving up gashing runs and, and, and you know, anything across the middle 
because we're not able to stop that because of this position. And, and I'm I'm very eager to let, let's talk about this one because we need to figure out where we're gonna go from here. Because is it all? Do, is it just a thing where we go hit a couple linebackers in the draft and try them out, or is it something where we we try to do like the quarterback? Let's get a solid, proven linebacker. A year ago, we tried to look into a couple of those free agent guys. We ended up not getting them. But let me, who did we try to, uh, Van Noy, we tried to look into him. We tried to, you know, but we uh, weren't able to get them. So, okay, where do we go? Is it free agency? Is it the draft? What do you think, Will? So if we if we just start in free agency and look at the veteran route, what is nice about this is um, there are guys out there that can be an instant impact. You know, I agree with you where the you know quarterback is number one, but and second being middle linebacker. But there's not a lot of elite quarterback prospects out there right now for us right, to consider. Right. But there are for some linebackers. There's some big names out there. Yeah. You know, Kansas City just cut Anthony Hitchens. He's the you know yeah. on spot track um, with the, his contract is in, I believe the highest contract out there. But the Patriots, there's Dante Hightower out there um, mm-hmm. as well. Um, the, the Saints, Quad Alexander had a huge impact year in and year out with you know with plays at there and even blitzes. He's a big a big time player. A guy we talked about last year um, on the Titans, Jayon Brown. We were hoping yeah. that he could be in, you know, and he got scooped up. You know, last year some of these names we were talking about, other teams went and got them, but even before free agency started. Um, there's a name I got here. He played in Cleveland last year. And that last year was his first year in Cleveland. And I, I saw this guy and I was looking on spot track and, you know, and I look at when I, for middle linebackers and stuff, like, you know, they're going to get a lot of tackles. That's their role. But I look at how, who is, who's playing a lot of snaps. Cause that lets me know who's the quarterback of, of the defense. Cause that's what we're looking for. And then I played NCAA 14. All Let's right? go. Let's go. <laughs> and, and I'm playing as the Minnesota golden Gophers. My dad's yeah. alma mater. Okay. And I'm in year like three or four of it. Okay. And this guy on Northwestern was making tackle after tackle out there. And I'm like, who is this guy? Why can my running back not get past him? So his name is Anthony Walker, Anthony Walker Jr. And he played for Cleveland last year and he had a big year. Like he showed me, like, that's someone that I see out there where, like, obviously there's a lot of trust there. He was there, he was the anchor of their defense getting everyone lined up. So so that's a name I already look at as well. I got two okay. other lesser names and, and your Detroit folks need to chime in and tell me about this when they listen. Let's go. I loved Gerard Davis out of Florida in the draft. And, and when Detroit picked him up, I thought he was going to be great. I don't know what happened there. You know, he went to the Jets this past year, but it just didn't turn out there. So, so I'd be curious as to what's, you know, what they know, but that he may not cost as much. And I'm interested in him. And then the other guy that I really liked, I know I've, I've rattled a lot of, of names, Oren Brooks from the Oren Burks from the Packers. He came out of maybe was it Wake Forest, I think, as a as a, quarter, as a linebacker. He was a lesser known guy, second round pick, but he's a good little player. He can run, um, and so I'm looking for someone who can also um, you know have some speed there. So those are some lesser names, but there are some big names out there that we could really go out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I, honestly, uh, and Nathan sitting back here, he's saying, uh, what about Chandler Jones? That That's one of those big names that's out there. 
Um, this is Sid saying what a what a re iron. Um, look, honestly, I I love I love some of the direction uh, that you went into. Um, I, one of the big names that I'm thinking about is Son Reddick. You know, if, if we can figure out a way to get him, I think he. I mean, he dominated this past year, and I really love what he brings to the table. Quan Alexander, I completely agree with that pick. Um, Dante Hightower, the Hightower, like I. I'm like, dag on, you know, so there, I think this is definitely somewhere where we could go um, uh, to the free agency. Uh, I'm eager. To, I'm going to go back and look at Anthony Walker Jr. now, too, because I don't so, think so I were I, you were you focusing on, on just inside or are you also looking at potentially going outside and saying like, hey, man, Jalen Davis, you're not a you're not an instant start because I, I did well, my it, focus on on inside. But, yeah, tell me what you were thinking. Well, see, yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I'm, I'm kind of, and, and I'm more looking at it as um, we are going to need to expand with how the offenses have been going and our outside guys that are more effective to the blitz. I wanted to kind of maybe do it rover because what we have is we know we have Landon Collins coming down, so that's taking somebody out of there. What, what I want to do is I want to, yeah, I wanted to look at some of the outside guys as well that maybe could or maybe play a more of a hybrid role. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, look, okay. yeah. So I, I, I'm eager. I'm eager to see uh, how some of these guys would potentially fit, um, and I like how some of their contracts work um, with us, man. But I, I, I mean, I'm excited to look at this, man, because you look at some of these numbers, and I'm just kind of looking at um, think, uh, spot track, and just looking at some of these guys that are sitting here and available. Man, we. This is we we need to make a move um this coming off scene to look at one of these um linebackers. Absolutely, so. absolutely. Well, I think it's gonna be interesting because I know we're gonna then talk about you know players in the draft, but we're gonna know very early when we talk on March 16th, which will be yeah. the okay, free agency has happened. We're gonna know what direction the draft's gonna go in immediately because right. some of these guys were mentioned, they're gonna be signing in the first two, three days to big deals. Right. And if one of those guys is here, okay, we're probably not looking middle linebacker at number 11. Right. But if, say, we sign someone like we bring back John Bostic and we sign mm-hmm. someone like Reggie Ragland from, from the Giants, you know, and right. so we've got those veterans, now you could be – that opens up to, oh, wait, could we be going after Devin Lloyd from Utah? Mm-hmm. Could we be looking at N'Kobe Dean from, from Georgia? You know, are we now looking at a that. higher instant impact type player right. that we don't know yet? You know, and I think that's going to be huge. And hey, you let us right into, uh, or do you have anybody, any other free agents you're looking at? Yeah, you let us right into the draft, right into the draft. And I, I mean, I'm absolutely, uh, let's go right there. We have, you know, Ab, shout out to Ab. Ab said it. T- 11th, the 11th pick is just almost pretty much just as good as the top 10 pick. So you have the potential to get a top tier player. And right there, Nicobe Dean. I don't see, you know, honestly, if we're not going anywhere, I think we should need to go right there. I think that would be a solid pick, somebody that could come in, potentially be a day one starter, and be an impact player. You know what I mean? We saw what George did all year long. It's no question about it. And I definitely think that's somewhere I would go. But also you got a Devin Lloyd out there as well that that plays pretty solid. And, hey, my guy out of Wyoming, baby, Chad my uh, Muma, yeah, that's my dude, man. I'm telling you, he, he's underrated. He's like the Josh Allen of this. I'm telling you, watch out. 
Yes, yes. No. So like so I, I broke down my my four guys in the draft by early picks and then late picks, like you were talking about. Your your early like Yo, first round. This is Ab. What up, Ab? Oh, he's in there oh, just in time. <laughs> um so it's like, yeah, it's like you got your number eleven guys, which could be Devin Lloyd and Kobe Dean, or you've got your second, third round guys. Um I don't know why I heard today. Um I heard today that Dean is not worth the 11th overall pick. But honestly, you want to know what I thought of? I hate saying this. But I look at Dean and go, hey, look what Dallas did with Micah Parsons. Look where they moved him and and made him a weapon out there. Right. You know? Um, So I'd be good with it. You know, if we don't sign a big-name veteran for it, I'd be good with Dean. You know, Lloyd or Dean with the 11th overall pick. Yeah. Then, if you look in the second, third round, you got Chad Muma from, from yeah, Wyoming. Ab is saying, is Muma worth an eleventh though? No, 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 so no, I think, no, 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 no. You're looking at like the second, third round for for Muma, or I don't know this guy, okay? But I was listening to a podcast from the Senior Bowl, and once again, I tell you, you know, just like that Cameron Thomas guy, you know, from San Diego State, they yeah. said this guy from Montana State and Troy Anderson. Flash I've at heard the of him. Senior Bowl as, yeah. as a as as a you know quite the player. So it's like if you get someone in free agency that's not costing a lot of money, and you go after this guy, and then you're making the transition from Montana State. Maybe he needs a year before he becomes Luke Keekley for Ron yeah. Rivera. But that, right. that could be a name that I look at. But hey, and shout out to Ab. Glad you're watching. Yo, it, how much of it also has to do with coaching? You know what I mean? Because we can get some of these guys and bring them in, and you know, but they still got to be able to be brought up the right way. So we also got to make sure we're focusing on coaching. Honestly, though, I am very excited at that pick. Uh, you know, because Nicobe Dean, I, I, I've talked about him. That's my guy for this year. Like last year, it was what uh, Zay? Uh, who was it last year that I was after? The linebacker from not Akron. Tulsa. Yes. That, yes. The he guy went, who to, went uh, to the Cardinals. Yeah, the guy who went to the Cardinals. You know, this is my guy, Nicobe Dean. I've been watching him. I like what he has to offer, but my, my Momoa, Momoa, that's that that dude from Wyoming. Watch out, ladies and gentlemen. Watch out. So before we move on to, uh, to any other stuff that we, we got to talk about, you know, one of the guys we have. And Landon Collins, and how? Okay. What do we do? How does he fit? Because if you if you do cut him, you have the ability. It's it's not the best thing in the world to cut him because you're not going to go. He's you know he's costing like 15 million this year. You don't just get a 15 million dollar savings uh, because of the way the contract structure. These are still some of like his guaranteed years or signing bonus. There's going to be dead money, so you're really only saving six to nine million. If, if you cut Landon Collins, which I mean, six to nine million, that's another player. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wonder if they're going to put Jamin Davis on the outside and they're going to leave Cole Holcomb on the outside, where does that, how, how does Landon Collins fit on the field if right. you're going to do that? And then I'm just wondering, you know, can we, can we afford to keep him? You know, they're talking about, they're going to get together with his agent and, and talk about restructuring his deal. But it's just like, how many snaps can we have? Is he going to be? Is he going to be happy with that? What do you? Yeah, yeah, no. And, and, and uh, honestly, I, I, yeah, I think they need to take a look look into that because 
especially if we spend the money to get an actual big name linebacker or an impact player that's actually going to do that role, then you know that cuts off one of your jobs because we're not you're not we're not brought here because you're an excellent safety. You know what I mean? You're brought here more for your hybrid ability and the fact that you can be an impact player like that. But yeah, if we get somebody like that's something I think we're gonna have to take a look at, man. Um, and and here's the thing: last year he was hurt. This year he got hurt through the season. He was able to come back, but if if health is gonna be an issue compared to getting a young guy or getting somebody else that we can have that can fill in and play, um, you know that's gonna that's gonna work against him. You know what I mean? We, I mean, hey, like how he plays, like what, like um, what he does. But yeah, we're if we're able to get somebody to fill in that, then yeah, he he needs to prove, like we said earlier in the year, he needs to prove why he's in here, why he's getting the contract, you know, and 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 ball up. And hey, he's had mo- he's had moments. You know what I mean? So I know it's like you can't you can't sit here and say like, oh well. We're moving Jamin outside, so Landon, you're going to get cut because it's like Landon made plays when, right. he, when he became right. that Buffalo nickel. Jamin Davis didn't make plays, so it's Nothing. like it's hard. <laughs> now I, I got a scenario for you, Sean. Okay. And I don't think you're going to like this. Oh, what if, what if we restructure Landon Collins? All right, so he keeps he still has like three more years left on his contract. So we got him. He can mm-hmm. play that Buffalo nickel. We draft someone mid round to develop with the idea of we let Cole Holcomb go at the end of the year. Oh, oh, Cole Holcomb's I let, no, get out of Cause here. he's a free agent after this year. So do I you let it. him go? Get it, but no. <laughs> no, you don't let him go at all. Well, but, and then bring him back potentially. Uh, like I'm not saying I'm not saying you cut him. You let him walk in free agency. You you know you move on without. I'm saying I don't like it. I'm just I'm just trying to think of ways to get people in. I'm always trying to retain my my Carolina players, but yeah, no, no, I I get what you're saying. Um, I just feel like that would be step. Well, it would depend on the situation, honestly, and and I want us to resign him. That's somebody I'm focused on. But we'll see. Well, uh, he says, "Will we saved almost seven mil with a cut slash to trade him?" Yes, um, that's significant. You know, yeah. that's something you've got to think about. That's a that is a yeah. impact player. It's you know probably a backup, but you could put that towards another position of guy guys that gets on the field. I said, I definitely hear you, fellas, but I think twenty six is a much better linebacker than a safety but he only just started playing linebacker. I think it makes even uh, more strides this year. Could I got an idea. What about this scenario? Yeah. And I love that. I love that Ab is, is responding in real time to this. So what if Landon's willing to do some type of restructure so we can keep him this year? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you do have Jamin Davis who they want to get on the field, but he is, he hasn't proven a whole lot. What if you keep Landon Collins you see how things are going with Jamin. You mm-hmm. see how things are going with Landon. And he almost potentially becomes a trade option in the middle of next season before the deadline where you see, can we move on from him now? Have right. we proven that we've got what we can, we've got enough where like, cause I agree, uh, you know, Collins is better than, than Jamin right now, but there's a money factor in there. It's like, are right. we now safe to move on from him? 
Right. Right. And so that so that's my hey, shout out to Brandon Spalletta hitting us, watching us, Herndon, uh Herndon native. And uh here's Ab right here saying Sean, but you gotta ask uh this when you think about Holcomb. Can we get slash find better though? And I think that's yeah, that's the X factor. If we can't find a better uh, to fill in with eager great equal or greater value, yes, absolutely get rid of him. And then I, you know, it still stinks, but yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. Um, because yeah, it comes down to dollar cents, absolutely does. Yeah, and I will say this: I'm not, I'm not calling for cutting Landon Collins. I, I'll be a little disappointed. I do. I mean, as much as he loves Sean Taylor, you know, and I know when we got that contract, man, that was a lot of money we gave to him. But it ain't my money, so you know what do I care? You know, he's on my team <laughs> right? now, so you know, so like I don't, I'm not rooting for him to get cut. And, and he did some really good things when he got moved to that linebacker Buffalo nickel. But I just, I just wonder, is are they going to be able to keep him with this contract at where it is? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna definitely uh, be an issue. So hey, free agency draft, we're looking there, but this is definitely something we need to figure out. Number, I mean, number two to number one is quarterback. Number two is linebacker. You know, start from the inside out. But this is definitely something we need to focus on. But we still do have a couple other positions we're going to talk about. Corner is another position we're going to talk about, and and I'm 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 hyped about this because we had some we had some you know some people that showed up. Cameron Curl came off a great year a year ago and came into this one and did what he needed to do. Benjamin St. Juice before getting in before getting hurt was a bright, a bright addition to our defense. Another guy we talked about um, at the beginning of last year, McTire. McTire came in and then he got hurt. I'm eager to see him come back and get healthy. Um, but obviously, we have some guys that did struggle. William Jackson uh didn't do all the things we thought he was going to do. Uh, we still got Fuller, still got Johnson, I thought we did we bring back David Johnson? He, he is, but he's he's a, a free agent again. He's a free agent. You got you got Troy Apke. We you got, got you know. Let's go. Let's go. Fastest weight guy in the in combine, baby. Let's Can go. Finally move on from this guy. <laughs> Troy Apke. Let's get it, baby. <laughs> Yo, so where do we go from here? Wait, uh, real quick. Uh, they're saying Holcomb is a quality player, depth player. I don't see him as a starter anywhere else. Well, I yeah, I get that. I get that. Because I, I think he could start somewhere else, but he might not. He might not get a huge contract. But no, I mean, he, he is, he's, he's a quality player, but he, he doesn't right. necessarily be instant impact out there. Good hustle guy. I relate to him. I relate to him. All right, <laughs> yo, we're going to corners. Will, hey, we 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 already graded how we thought we did. This past year at this position, we struggled. We had a lot of what ifs, you know, with McTire and Benjamin St. Juice and their injuries. What, you know, how how important is this position for us right now? Man, I, I think it's I think it's more important than than maybe the team is saying publicly and what some of the the journalists that are um, that are um, following the team and close to the team are bringing up because. They're not bringing this up much, and so I'm a little more worried about corner maybe than than, than they are. So I might need to make a call to Ashburn because, like you said, you, we got William Jackson there. You've got Kendall Fuller, you know, next year, so you do have your starter set up. I hope Benjamin St. Juice can come back, but he was out for half the season with the concussion. 
And I think he got two concussions in his rookie year. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous about, can we really say, hey, this is our third, this is our number three, if he can't be on the field. And right. if he can't be on the field, now you're falling down to the, the guys we had on the team, which was Danny Johnson, which was Troy Apke, which was Daryl Roberts. Like, I don't want those guys on the field. No. So, so <laughs> that's, that's a concern. But I also look at corner the same way when we talked about wide receiver. We, we need to have an upgrade. But how do you get there? Because we're already throwing more than $10 million a year at Jackson. We're already throwing more than $10 million a year at Kendall Fuller. Can you really go out and, and go to free agency and pay one of those guys, you know, that, that's a free agent out there, you know, $10 million? Can you really put $30 million on, on our corners? You know, so how, how you know, can free agency you know, really be helpful? Or do we need to be, you know, without naming names right now, or does this need to be more of a draft priority? But by all means, man, I think we need to be looking at a number three and a number four, or at the very least a number three, with the hope yeah. that Benjamin St. Juice comes back as the player we saw develop. Yeah, yeah, no, I, absolutely, absolutely. And it, it's depth. We do because, hey, again, it's hopes. There are hopes. We're hoping that what we saw last year, the, the signs that we saw, the glimmers of, of light that we saw from these guys, we hope that keeps going into 2023, uh, 2022 and 2023. And, and we're hoping that it definitely is something we can stand upon. But, yeah, we're definitely going to need to get depth at that position because there is a deep drop after you get to, you know, St. Juice, Mac McTire, and then it's like, okay, you know, and it's, you ask the same question you asked, you know, with linebacker. If these guys go down, who do we have replacing them? So this is definitely going to be a, a position that we're going to have to take a look look at. But I, I think you made you hit the nail on the head. You're not. I'm not sitting here trying to, you know, pay ten million for a guy for maybe a year or two. That you know, wh- who knows what I get. We we went we went and got um. William Jackson last year and put all that hope into that. And then he underachieved. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, there are names in free agency. Uh, there are a couple guys out there. Um, you have uh, 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 Xavier Rhodes. Well, I've always, I've always kind of liked, I've always been down with, I like J- Xavier yep. Rhodes, JC Jackson. Is available. He kind of oh boy, out. he's gonna get paid. Oh, he's, he's definitely gonna get paid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Believe that. Um, but yeah, again, you don't want to sit here and try to that exact situation. You don't want to sit here and start trying to pay all this money for a corner, and you know have a situation like Xavier Howard. He did all that, made all that noise to get all that money out of Miami. Got a little bit. Of, got a little money. And then what do you do this year? You know, completely fell off from what he had a year ago when he was dominating the league. So um, any any names of free agency are? I did, and I got one name, and, and he was cheap last year, and we liked him last year, and we were we were ticked off we didn't get, get him. And that's Desmond King. Um, yep. He went to the Titans, and he has the ability to play uh, corner and safety. And so, like, if, if we're able to have some of the flexibility. And then – I know we're going to get to him in the in the safeties, but you know everyone talks about how Bobby McCain can actually come down and play corner as well. For some reason, Spotrick had him listed as a cornerback um, on their thing, 
So it like keeping him may be able, you know, come in, play a little nickel and, and be able to help us out a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be, we have to go the draft um, on this. Yeah. You're going to have to find, you know, that the someone to develop. And, and I, again, I, I come back to saying, I don't think we necessarily can rely on St. Juice this year to give us 17 games. And so we need to address that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of the draft, this is somewhere where, uh, hey, this is where we can find some gems. A year ago, there were a lot of great corners taken out in the draft. And uh, this year, we all know the big names. You have the Derek Stingleys, all right? Ahmad Gardner out of Cincinnati, I think is a monster, okay? Trent McDuffie out of Washington. Roger McCreary out of, out of Auburn. Are there any of these guys um, – that you have your eyes on any guys you've taken a look at so for corner i usually wait till after the combine before i really start like looking in to see some of these guys um and so mm-hmm. i all you know some of the names you mentioned absolutely those are you know um some of the top players and maybe if we decide it's so important at 11 to go corner you look at some of those um other, other than that i think you're looking again as I keep saying you know mid-round pick you only get so many mid-round picks but it may be more of like that third rounder like we did with, with uh, St. Juice again. So a couple of names that I'm going to look to see how they perform in the, um, in the combine, because I love size at corner with the way yeah. these, these, uh, these receivers are going. And so there's a dude out of um, Texas, San Antonio by yeah. the name of Tariq Bullen. So I want to okay. see how, how he, how he runs at, at the, at the combine. Uh, there's a dude from Florida, um, last name of Elam. I can't pronounce his first name. Not going to try. Um, you know, Florida guys. You know, you know he was a high-ranking you know recruit. So we'll see. We'll see how he does. And Mississippi State has a guy named Martin Emerson. Mississippi yeah. State has turned out defensive players year in and year out. And so it, um, it'd be curious. And then I got my eyes on a dude from from Georgia. He played well um, in the national championship game. Darion Kendrick. I'm sure Anthony Handy knows him pretty well. Obviously, oh, yeah. again, coming from a great defense. And then now sometimes these guys from Bama, if they're not a first-round pick, they, they kind of suck um, in the pros. But Josh Joby is coming out from Bama. So those are like some of the names I'm curious to see how they do at, at the combine to mm-hmm. see if they move up, you know. Um, uh, but, yeah, right right now I don't have definitive, like, I want this guy, um, kind of right. like we did for, for a linebacker. But those are some of the guys I'm going to be watching. Yeah, no, I yeah, I echo all that, man. I, I honestly, uh, another name I've been looking at. They have him. He played a lot of safety, but they have him at corner here. Is Kobe Bryant from Cincinnati? Um, I definitely. I, what? I, What's I, his I, name? Kobe Bryant, man. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> they definitely have him in there um, at corner, and yeah, he. He's a baller, man. He's a baller. Tariq Woolen, yeah, I've seen him. I started picking up on UTSA towards the end of the year as I realized they were, you know, coming. They were being, in, they were undefeated for most of the season. So I was like, oh, I gotta take a look at them, man. So I, I like Woolen. He, he's pretty solid. There was a uh, one other guy who's I think who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Uh, T- Taylor uh, Hawkins, San Diego State. I've seen a couple of their games watching, you know, the Mountain West and watching some of that. He, he he played pretty solid, man. You know, the competition was iffy, but he, he played pretty solid, man. So I, I'd like to see, like you said, in the combine, let me see what, you know, what the numbers are, what the specs are, and let's see how it plays out. But uh, I'd be definitely interested in that. 
See, you you're going it. after my theory where, where I say if they come from these non-football factors and get you. noticed, they got to be something there. All right, right. I'm telling you, let's go. I believe it. Fred Smooth, Mississippi Sturge. Smooth. Nice to love yelling at a FedEx. <laughs> my God, man, the mouth from the South. My guy can talk anybody out, boy. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. And, yo, hey, and we actually alluded that we alluded to this earlier. The next position we're covering the safeties. You talked about Landon Collins, Bobby McCain, got Reeves. We got some of these guys that are in here. Uh, and and but you know, it's still a question. It's still uh, you know, are they good? They're not really great, but you know, they're not awful. You know, Cameron Curl, like where where do we go from here? Talk to me about this well. And this is a position I think we need to have a major upgrade on. And I hope they feel the same way. I'm not sure that they do. Uh, just as bad as our, our linebackers were last year, I think our safety play, our DB play was atrocious as well. How many damn times did we get beat deep? You know, and, and it, it drives me crazy. Um, from all that I hear so far from all, you know, the, the guys following the team, they love Bobby McCain and they're going to bring him back or do everything they can to bring him back. And I'm okay with that. Okay, but I don't want it to stop there. I want yeah. us to improve this team. Um, I think you've got – this is your chance to, to kind of evaluate the roster. Um, right now, I think the only starter on the team is Cam Curl in, in the safest mm. you know, position. Um, and he's, he's certainly turning into you know, a seventh-round gem. I don't know if DeShazer Everett is going to be able to play. Uh, you know, I, I feel so bad for him. Obviously, you know, dude didn't mean to do what he did. But there's a good chance that he's going to get hit with involuntary manslaughter for what he oh, did, yeah. his, you know, for that car accident. So, oh, yeah. obviously, you know, it wasn't intentional, but there was a, a result of a death of somebody. So, I don't know if he's going to be playing anymore. Um, and then you got a guy where they drafted, a, you know, Derek Forrest, who was meant to be a special teamers. And so, I don't know. I don't know if I wanted him to be anywhere near the field right now. You know, I just don't know much wow. about him. So I really want them to – I want them to go big in free agency. There's some – this year, there are some free agents that were not available last year, guys that we were looking at last year that their team franchise tagged that I want us to take a, take a look at, you know, pretty hard. And, and I think we can really make, make an upgrade here. You go first before I start naming names. So, I, honestly – um, I got a couple different theories and options of where I want to go with this. There's part of me that's kind of like, maybe I want to bring, you know, old teammates together. You got Landon Collins and let me go get Jabril Peppers. He's cheap. Let me bring him in here and see if he can do it. He's a, he's a, a baller on the defense. Marcus May is somebody that I've, I've, I've kind of had my eye on, but he is expensive. So I'm definitely not trying to pay up for that. But at the same time, it's like we that's a, that's the place where we need to make sure we get a right guy in there. Um, Keanu Neal out of Dallas, I hated when they got him. He'd be somebody I, I'm definitely interested in um, at that at that spot. Um, and then and then honestly, honestly, I, I I like I like some of these guys that are that are a little cheaper. Down the line, you got, you know what I mean. You got J. Ron Curse, you know, and you got uh, uh Jesse Bates. You got some of these guys that like, okay, they might be asking for something. They ask for a lot, but you can work them in. 
and then kind of get it on a proven deal and kind of get them to, you know, earn things with incentives and things like that. But there's a couple of guys in free agency that I think we could go ahead and pick up and we might need to spend up here, you know, because we need a guy that I think is going to allow Landon Collins to go down and be that hybrid linebacker or anything like that. Um, what do you think? So uh, the, the last person, and they all say Facebook users, so I can't, uh, um, I can't see who said it, but the last one, this is, I, I agree with, with whoever said this. Who, who was this? Let me see. Uh, Ab. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm right with you on this. That's kind of what I'm looking at where, like, I think with, with Cam at Strong, we're looking to to replace and, and, and do better at free safety. Bobby McCain can be a part of that. I want him to be, you know, if we go three three safeties, he can be a part of the deep safety look that we got. So whoever said it before, you read in my mind. I highly doubt he's going to want to come to Washington. But, mm. if, you know, if you're going to cut Landon Collins to get money, Man, I would throw the book at Honey Badger. Yeah, that's what he said. That's, that was Ab. It was Ab. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm right with you because he can play both positions, Good. free and yeah. strong. He provides that flexibility. He's going to be a leader. We talked about what are we going to do for Chase Young. You get Honey Badger back there, you know, talking to him about how to be a professional and and you know just kind of be out there. Like I would, I would pay him all the money. Yeah. The other guy I would pay all the money to that I was so mad that they franchised him last year was in New Orleans with Marcus Williams. And so you know, okay. he's a free yeah. safety. I focused all oh, yeah. my all these names on, on free safeties. Um, yeah. I would I would be all for him. Give him the money, especially if, like I said, if you're gonna save money with, with Landon Collins not being around, let's replace it with another big safety. Um, oh absolutely. Uh, you, you said Marcus May. He was the other guy last year. We were looking yep. at with the Jets, and they they resigned him before the before free agency happened. He came off the board. Um, there's two guys from Philly. I'll take either one of them: Anthony Harris, Rodney McLeod. I'll take them both. Yep. You know, I'll, I'll <laughs> take either one of them. I'm good with that. Just, just come up down 95. It's two hours away. Let's go. You're fine. Come on. You know, I'll, I'll take either two. And then you mentioned Jesse Bates from Cincinnati. I think he's gonna get paid. He's, yes. he's cheap now. I think so too. But he's yeah. going to get paid. But my, what I'm trying to say is, I want to spend money on safety. I think it's yeah. that much of a liability at free safety for us that I think we should go after one of these guys. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's this is going to be a, a place we're going to have to make a move. And, I, and I, I kind of expect us to make a move for this during free agency. But, you know, it, at the same time, there's no shortage of solid safety's coming out in the draft. Uh, Will, I mean, we could start with Kyle Hamilton at Notre Dame. You know what I mean? Some of these guys are, are legit as safeties, and they could come in and make the play. I, I, I talked about Kobe Bryant. at he, they, they have him at corner, but he also played some safety as well. So guys that could play both uh, corner and safety are definitely key. You know, maybe pick up somebody in the free agency and then also get somebody in the draft. I mean, depth is always good, but like when you have guys like you talked about Forrester, you know, we know what he is. He's a special teamer. He can come, he can go. He's not that valuable to the team. If you, you want to get a guy that's going to make an impact, somebody that can learn the system, kind of like what we did with Cam Curl. We got him in, we put him in, got him into the flow of things. He showed out, he's starting to play. We saw that we can do that with McTire and uh, St. Juice. They, with what they were doing, they were playing pretty well prior to getting hurt. 
So, you know, let's let's take a look at definitely picking up somebody at safety in the draft. Uh, but I, I definitely think the way to go is uh, free agency. But what, what do you think at the, in the draft, man? Do you have anybody? I got two names for you. Um, one is from a school I can't stand, so I hate saying this, but uh, but he's he's I didn't know who he was during the season, but I've read a lot of good things about him. His name is Jaquan Brisker from Penn State, and he can play both free and strong. Um, they say he you know he can just he can do both, and he's a solid player. And here's the other one, all right? He's gonna wait for the combine. This dude is gonna fly up in the combine, in my opinion, if he does not then we should go after him because he he is going to be someone like a Cam Curl, I believe, who will develop in the NFL. And he's a dirty Turk. His no, name don't is say Nick, Nick Cross. Nick I knew Cross. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Nick Cross. Yo, come on, man. What did Terry Buck do last year? Let, let, let me, this, is, this is the deal. There's no way in hell Nick Cross should ever come to Maryland. I think he chose Maryland over Florida State. I don't know why he did that, but he did. And and for three years he was a starter, I believe. I mean, you know, I think I think he's got even more potential. And if there's one, two positions that Maryland is good for, wide receiver and corner. You talk oh, about yeah. JC Jackson, you talk about Stefan Diggs. They can yep. turn out these skill players. That's all they can turn out, but that's what they right. can turn out. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, no. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, they said uh, Briston looks more like a strong safety. Uh, uh, he said, this is exactly the plan, Sean. Good safety and free agency, then one in the draft uh, to learn from. I love it. Yeah. Just like a quarterback. Absolutely. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. This Yeah, this is another one of those positions that we really need to focus on. And I, as you've seen, I mean, hey, the do- defense definitely needs to be a focus. Almost similar to – um, a year ago with, for Dallas, when they focus mainly on the defense in the draft, I think this needs to be a focus. Obviously, we know we're looking at potentially getting a quarterback as well. But outside of that, we need to focus this on our defense, on securing that and getting depth. Because as we saw with injuries, that played a major role, a major role. But look, ladies and gentlemen, you got, you got anything more on that? Ladies and gentlemen, we have to move on. We are coming close to the end of the show, and we got a special treat for you. Uh, this man is uh, tearing up the the uh, the airtime late night. He he's he runs. He's the king of late night, ladies and gentlemen. My man, my guy, Big Nate, host of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast, Nathan Snell. What up, buddy? You're on mute. Still on mute. Still on mute. Come in, yeah. Come out and come back in. And while we're doing that, I got another thing I want to. I'm taking myself out, don't worry. I'm going to do that. Let's see. Yo, yo. Hey. What up, man? No, I can't hear you. No. Will, can you hear him? I cannot. Uh, it worked pre-show. I wonder what happened here. Yeah. Let's see. 
bear with us, ladies and gentlemen, while we get Nate on the show. Uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, Mr. Nathan Snell, <laughs> this guy is a night owl, all right? This guy is up late nights doing his due diligence, giving the sports that he loves, and which is all of them. He's talking NFL. He's talking NBA. He's talking WNBA. He's talking – Nate, you with us? Nope. Why is this? Why can I not hear? Is it your headphones, Nate? I don't think you were on headphones before. No. While we're troubleshooting, Sean, I've got some great news to report. Oh, yeah. This, this oh, yeah. is the first show that, that we've gone through that I have not received a text telling hey. me that I'm too loud. There we go. <laughs> let's, let's amp it up a little bit now. No. <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it. Yo, so, so talk to me. What does, what does Trisha think of the show? She she loves she loves the fact that, that I get all my energy out with, with you all. She she uh she did she did not check her calendar today to see that I that I had this because I deleted him off our calendar so she yeah. knows when I'm doing it and when I'm not and so she was surprised that she had baby duty. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing, mate. Dang. How was? Yeah. I can see it clearly. For some reason, I just can't hear you at all. It's so strange. Now, when I'm going to take you out and see if we can get you back in. While we wait for that, uh... actually, let me see. No. Damn. Huh. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, while we wait for that, I got to share, I got to share something. My buddy, uh, uh, and, uh, one of the members that started this show, uh, Mr. Anton Benton is starting his own, uh, company, man. He's a, he's a local handyman. He lives out of, uh, Virginia beach right now, but he will travel. He does plumbing. He does, uh, cabinets and kitchen work, upholstery, does a whole bunch and uh, I, I'm just going to let him tell you. Hey there, ladies and gents. Your local handyman, Anton Bitt, here to help you with your problems. I'm here right now on the job site taking out whole kitchen cabinets. bit more work to do but if you got a project at your house that you need to get completed i'm your guy to finish it up for you give me a call let me know what you need to get done that's your new company man shout out to your new company go ahead and tell the world about your new company real quick oh boy so marketing anton bitten pros yes and everything from plumbing to electrical to making huge decks to doing closets Yes! Doing it all. Doing it all. That's what's up, man. I'm super happy Thank for you guys. Awesome. Thank you. 
Yeah, That's awesome. Buddy. That's awesome. Let's One more go. thing about Anton. Yeah, how about now? Let's right. go. Nate. We're in. Okay. Right, right <laughs> before we give you your, your chance, Nate, I just want to let you know about Anton and Mr. Abdul Love. They are both new season ticket holders of the Washington Commanders. So big ups and congrats, fellas. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Enjoy this season. Definitely. Exactly. That is going to be great. Oh, my goodness. Look at that season ticket to Lizard Virginia Beach. Wow. Now that's crazy. Much respect. Definitely much respect. Oh, man, time. Let's go. Let's go. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, yes, got it working. Shout out to my guy, host of Big Nate Sport Talk, uh, Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be going on later tonight. Nathan, you're on the show, man. How, how you doing, man? First and foremost, how are you, man? Uh, I'm feeling good. Today's when doesn't feel like Wednesday and it doesn't feel like March, but um, everything is going well in my in, um, in my neck of the woods. So, okay, I could. You see, it. Nathan, it doesn't feel like March because y'all live way up there in the Mid Atlantic where it's cold as right now. Yeah, too. <laughs> you got to come down here, man. With short weather already, let's go springtime. Hey, hey, we had 55 today. We had 55. yeah, it was like around the 60s. Okay. It was a little, oh, it was a little warmer today. That it, that helps. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> um, yo, but so so Nate, man, talk to us, man. Hey, you're you're a Washington fan, you know, that you know, Baltimore is your main squad, but Washington's your side squad. Talk to us. What do you think about the season? What do you think about what we should do on defense? What we were talking about, what you got? Well, I I feel like definitely the defense, you know, with missing key players like you know, Chase Young with the ACL tear and then you know Montez Sweat went down with the injury. My only question was: Is it was Jamin Davis? Was he a reach, or is he still a a a, a project? Hmm. Um, I do think they can buff the defense. I kind of want to see what you know how Jack DeRio what he can do with a full healthy squad going into next year. Um, I do feel like I think guys still were adjusting to his system. I think he was trying to figure out the best personnel that could go to with his system. Um, I mean, for all it's worth, the cap that Washington has, they can make a couple moves. I do like the idea of, you know, going after um, Hassan Riddick. Uh, but uh, my, my, my concern is Washington may overpay because history has shown Washington can overpay for some couple times. It can mm-hmm. happen. Um, but I know, I know, I know you guys said it was a reach. I'm just saying. And in others' eyes, is he still is he deemed a a project? Yeah. You know, you know, if, if he was a project, who else would you have taken? Especially that going that late into the first round, who else would you have taken? Zayvon Collins, and that really hasn't panned out for Arizona. So, mm. um, you hear that, Sean? Yeah, I do. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it as soon as it happened. He was salty. God, I wanted him here, man. But I, hey, hindsight's twenty twenty. Hey, you know who knows? But uh, yeah, I get that. I get that. But uh, so one of the things that we didn't talk about today, but we talked about before, you and I have talked about it, Nate. Uh, quarterback. Okay. Yes. We're long past the days with Dwayne Wayne, Strip Club Haskins, and you know what I mean, and Alex One Leg Smith. You know, we lived through no Fitzpatrick, no Magic and Pat and Fitzpatrick. And uh, Taylor Heineck, you know, do we don't do forget we, um, Kyle Allen? Kyle, yeah, right. And Kyle Allen, 
what do we do at quarterback, man? Do we draft? Do we go into the, uh, you know, free agency? Do we trade? What do we do, man? Well, I mean, other than Mitch Trubisky, there's really nobody out there in the free agency market that I would go, I'll sign that guy. I just don't think, I mean, realistically, I don't, Washington has put themselves in a position where you really can't make a trade for a quarterback right now. Um, personally, I would draft a quarterback. My only concern is we draft a quarterback. He's going to need at least two years before he, you know, he can take the the, the he can take the team. Take to command. To take to take command. <laughs> there you go. Let's go. Let's go. Um, <laughs> personally, I think. Kenny Pickett or Sam Howe would be a good pick. Um, yeah, I know. North Carolina boy. Let's go. Um, That's right. I, I can't I can't see Washington going out there and making a trade for a quarterback. I can't see it. You can't, can't. see them doing it, or you can't see a team trading with us. I think it's a little bit of both. I think Not it's a little more. bit of both. I don't think Wash. I mean, who would you, I mean? Real if, if you're if you're the Seattle Seahawks, you all. I mean, if we called up Seattle and said, "Hey, we'll take Russell Wilson," they're going to want a ransom for him. They're going to want like five for first round picks. All right, they're going And Washington, right. and Washington has always kind of been like, "Well, we'll we'll, we'll do what it takes." To get somebody did with RG three, in my in my opinion, um, I think they need to just go the route just drafting and continue to continue to continue to build the team, and then I give it two years, guaranteed. The Washington Commanders are taking command of the NFC East, and they will be Super Bowl champions in two years. Two years. Well, who's going to be our quarterback? Wow. I mean, I love that. No. But who's, who's taking snaps? Who's taking snaps? Yeah. My, my, my guess, you hold my feet. I, I'm still, it's either Malik Willis or Sam Howell. Oh, wow. Okay. I think, I, I think, I think the way, my only thing, if they can get another playmaker behind McLaurin, Logan Thomas comes back healthy. They buff up the offensive line. The running game's already strong with Gibson. Uh, JP and, and McKissick. So that's strong there. I'm not really sold on Curtis Samuel. I felt yeah. like he was like DJ Moore's safety, safety yeah. blanket when he was in Carolina. And I'm not comfortable when you, uh, with a guy going to his first year of his contract, he's already injured. So like, that's, that's not going to work for me. Um, I mean, I think I think Washington knows that they have to come out because they were they were they were in the division against Tampa, mm. so that Washington has they they have they they, 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 they've shown flashes they can be a threat. I just think it's ensuring that we have the right pieces in place. Right. Like Heineke was, let's just call it was like he's he was like a fill-in, a fill-in. Like he was like a a, a Rudy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that makes sense. Does like supports you. We're all for you, but yeah, you're like, not our guy. <laughs> not 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 the long-term guy. That's yeah. like 
No. Hold, hold, hold up real quick. Hold up real quick. All right, Av. Uh, let's address this. Yes, I did say that Fitz was my guy. I needed. I just wanted eight games of the Magic. I got zero out of seventeen games of Magic. Actually, no. I got eight quarter. That? I got. I think it's Av. It's gotta be him. Yeah, and you oh, did. expecting the first first game of the year to come out and he gets a hip injury? No, of course not. Apparently, he was hurt beforehand. See, but then if that's the case, then that's more then that's more on Ron Rivera and that's you know, training staff. Why why would you have him out there and he's not? You know, he's injured. He's not ready to play. Well, you know, I mean, the training staff was trying was trying to avoid the DEA, you know, all, all season. Right. So who knows what they right. were doing? <laughs> Several members of the training staff were under investigation. <laughs> we brought Bubba Tire out, who has been retired for twenty years and hadn't been doing this to say, "Hey, uh, can you wrap some ankles?" <laughs> Please, that's the situation we're in. Uh, Ab said Curtis uh, Samuel is equal to Paul Richardson. Ooh. Oh, I'm not going to go that far. Not. Let's hope not. Uh, wow. But, but, I'm but not going to go that stuff. far. So let me some that that I, I think Sean, you and I will, will definitely talk about next, you know, next week. But like, so right now they're saying every single quarterback rookie uh, that's in the draft would be behind all of last year's first round picks. So mm-hmm. the very best this year, Kenny Pickett would be number six last year. All right. Wow. Uh, which is which is really like you know they're really you know downplaying this quarterback class big time, but my 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 question to y'all is is what I hear is like okay so then what do you think their ceilings are compare them to pros and they're like you're looking at maybe a Derek Carr, but maybe before this season because Derek Carr blew up a Andy Dalton and a Kirk Cousins okay that's like their like that's like what they could that could be their ceiling so my question to y'all is can't you win with that is that a problem no. Andy Dalton won. They won in this Cincinnati won with Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. It's been proven. Mm-hmm. You know, if you put if you put the right if you just put pieces around the quarterback, he and and they'll, they'll get, and they can get all as a cohesive unit. They can get the job done. Your team can easily win ten games, 10, 11 games. I mean, I mean, if you're just Derek Carr and all you got is Amari Cooper, and that's it. And then maybe other than Darren Waller, you don't have, you don't have a running game. You don't have a Another dynamic playmaker on the other side of Amari before Amari left. Like Derek Carr, I feel like he's gotten flagged all, for all the wrong reasons in Oakland because we, Oakland, Las Vegas, they never really truly built a team around him. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I mean, I know I get the whole thing of like how people are saying, well, well, there's no, you know, there's no Aaron Rodgers type, you know, there's no Trevor. But, we got, like, don't, but, but like, like, if you can get someone serviceable who's going to be top half of the league. I mean, we're so bad in Washington. We ought to be happy with someone like Kirk Cousins. Brandon said, "Yeah, we would have won. We would have won with Cousins." Well, yeah, if he didn't throw the interceptions at certain times, he, he was prone for that. Uh, and uh, Ab said, "This just uh, they just didn't win uh, win playoffs with Dalton." Yeah, I'm not, that wasn't all on Dalton. No, but but exact, but he still got there. They did, yeah. But yeah. you're absolutely right. He just didn't. They couldn't get over the hump. But you're right. That wasn't all on on Dalton. And they had some good teams. Him and AJ Green. You know, uh, look at the end of the day, that is the position we need to focus on. And there's a lot of different ways we have to look at it. Can we say that you know one of these guys is coming out of the drafts is somebody that you can put your franchise on like you had from the year ago? Maybe not. But 
if we can build the situation, what did we talk about today? We talked about defense. Last week, we talked about offense. If you can build around him, similar to kind of Pittsburgh, you know, with a good defense, solid running game, some decent receivers, tight end, they still got to work that O-line, but you can fill in a little quarterback of Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins for a year to get yourself to next year where you can potentially draft a quarterback or something of that nature. Yeah. So it's about – you got to build around. You yeah. definitely got to build around your guy, and this is the time to do it. I got, I got another question for you all. Yeah. All right. I don't – and this is a uh, – again, it says Facebook user, so I'm sorry, but whoever put up the thing about Deshaun Watson. Oh, no, not you can shout me out too. Yeah, thank you. Good yeah. point. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, all right. So I realistically, like, like we're saying, I don't think Russell Wilson's going anywhere. Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is – I don't think Aaron Rodgers is actually going anywhere. I think he's going to realize it's best to, best to play the Lions, Vikings, and Bears six times yeah. next year. Yep. Dude, I can, I can sit those games out, you, you yeah. know, and we still are going to win. So I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. So the only quarterback who I think is going to – you know, marquee quarterback is going to change names, change teams, is going to be Deshaun Watson. I think that's, that's over in, in Houston. But I also recognize that he can't exactly come to D.C. Mm. If you're in trouble for a sexual assault and right. you've got a sexual assault – Go Not a good so, fit. That's, that's, <laughs> but, let's, but let's keep it real. I mean, we didn't hear any of that when they were winning. When they're losing, he wants out. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. So, so here's my <laughs> question to you all: Is if Deshaun becomes available, and you can bring in this guy who's 26 years old? Let me remind you all: He's 26 year old years old and a top 10, maybe top five NFL quarterback. Hmm. Are there any players that are untouchable? Because for me, the only player who is untouchable is Terry McLaurin because mm. I need someone to catch the ball. Now, I'm going to, before people start saying, are you kidding, Will? I'm not trying to trade Chase Young. Mm. And if you want Chase Young, you are going to lower what you get. Like, you can come mm. at me and say, I want three firsts, Chase Young and Deron Payne. And I'll say, I'll give you one first round pick and Chase Young. Like, yeah. that's what the, that's the big difference between it. But I would look at, I mean, I would give them three picks and Montez Sweat. I would give them three picks. And I mean, I don't think they'll take and Payne, but like I would for drop for Deshaun Watson sell the farm. Because I think mm-hmm. he would make that big of a difference. Wow. So you're pulling practically a San Francisco. Say what? So you're practically gonna pull a San Francisco. San Francisco? Or no, Chicago. Chicago? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, what Justin you, Fields? Yeah, like that's how that's what you would do. I mean, I'd give up even more than what they did, but yeah, I think I think for that. And it brings the question is is he worth it? And we watch it, like you said, he's 25, he's young. I I wonder about the year off that he's had. You know, I mean, he comes, he came, he had an injury uh a year or two uh, prior to the, this past year. So he was out half season there, and then he had yep. this year that he's been off. You know, we always talk about, you know, can Ka- when Kaepernick get back in the league, and it's just like, look, all that sh- that shelf rust from being on the on the not in actual NFL or, or uh, competitive play, it, it makes difference. It takes a toll on you. Well, you know? I'm pretty and sure he's 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 been in the gym and he's been with his his trainer. But even I'm in pre- the gym, even in the gym, that's not 
I know it's not, situations it's not actually being that. on the field. I know. Yeah, yeah. But so, hey, look, I, I we could keep talking about this all night. I, I'm getting I'm getting the cue from the producer. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm way past my nine thirty. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, real quick, man, Nathan, you're going on a little bit later tonight. Yeah. What uh, what are you focusing on tonight? What are you talking about? Uh, what you got going on? Yes, uh, this is part two, episode five, season six of Big Nate Sports Talk podcast. Um, the this I had the episode go up earlier today. I talked about Kyler Murray and him and his agent coming up with that very lovely letter, open letter to the Cardinals. Um, the Wizards won last night miraculously. Um, Maryland basketball. We're playing Wisconsin. I'm, uh, Minnesota right now. I'm sorry. The ladies Terps had a double bye week until tomorrow. No, Friday. I think it is. Then a double bye week. Um, I'm gonna talk about that tonight. The WNBA tonight. Uh, the New York Liberty got fined five hundred thousand dollars for trying to treat their athletes like professional athletes for charting flights. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and they could. But there was a rumor that they could have been terminated as a team. So, um, oh. yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be part two yeah. of the episode. Um, they're supposed wow. to go live in about thirty minutes or so. All right, cool. So cool. we'll definitely be tuned into cool. that. Yeah, and and also definitely check out my guy Nathan Snell with myself and Kate Alverson on Friday nights as we go into Let's Talk March Madness, where we dive into the men's and the women's tournament. We'll look on who's look at who's on the bubble. Who are our favorites? Who's going to be the Cinderella team? Will yep. my Tar Heels take the title? When we get it done, who knows? We know South Carolina won't be in there. So there we go. Good. Good. <laughs> right. I hate Frank Martin. The South Carolina Gamecocks, the women, the women are in there for sure. Don oh, State for sure. Yeah, number one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Boston, Aaliyah Boston, player of the year. Yeah, she got SEC. She got SEC Player of the Year. So yeah, now it's probably, the, probably uh, has to be. Now, now it's up to the net. Now she now it's national. She's got Player get of it. the Year. She's so. got to get it. She got it. Well, listen, hey Nathan, we absolutely appreciate you hopping on the show. Definitely, ladies and gentlemen, check him out. He's coming on in about thirty minutes. Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast, man. He's hitting all the topics, all the sports. Uh, I'm thinking my better. I think that just went dead. Uh, give me one second. You still sound sound good, so that's yeah. You sound got fine to me. Yeah. Oh. Uh oh. Thank you to whoever said have a good rest of your night, fellas. We appreciate that. We appreciate the interaction. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Always fun. I think he just wants to do his his outro. There you go. Can hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. You good? Yeah. I hate to run, but I'm, I'm getting called to say I, I got to go help put baby down, so I got to get running. All right, Will. All right. Tell the missus we said I said hi. Thank you. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Deuces, guys. Sorry this ended up right here. I can't hear. My, my headphones went out. This is no the problem. End to the episode that's ever been. So if you can hear me, great. If you cannot, I apologize. We will be with you next time. My guy. Nathan Snell, Will Kramer, Sean Spencer. You know, all this. Look, we love you. Appreciate you. Deuces, people. Hello, everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strother. I'm Sean Spencer. 
back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. Alright, 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 I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean 